why we're telling you this without Instagram is the idea that you can still get more eyeballs on your business in certain places. So right now we're talking about SEO into your website or where you're selling using keywords that your ideal customers will type into a search engine. And that's organic. Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we're dedicated to helping product-based business owners turn into revenue-generating, successful, happy product bosses. I'm Jacqueline Snyder. And I'm Mina Kunlo-Sitep. Together through digital courses, coaching, and masterminds, we've helped over 50,000 students from startup to multi-million dollar businesses scale their sales while blending in their dream life. It gets lonely out there in the product business world. We fully believe a business shouldn't be built alone. There's room at the top for all of us. So let's get scrappy and creative together, Product Boss, to be profitable, make more sales, and grow your visibility. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hey, hey there, Product Boss. Okay, so what if Q4 could be a breeze and you could get new customers and organize everything all in one tab instead of juggling dozens? What if connecting with your customers was seamless, leaving no room for uncertainties, right? No unread emails or angry customers that haven't heard back from you. So enough what ifs. Let me introduce you to HubSpot's Sales Hub. Discover a world where sales are smarter, revenues grow faster, and customer insights go deeper, all in one connected platform. Now imagine, All your data, tools, and team harmoniously linked on a customizable platform that's a joy to use. QQ4, right? We want more joy in this season. Don't let the busiest time of year overwhelm you. If you're going to wear all the hats, you might as well wear them confidently, right? And probably look a little good wearing them. We want you to reduce that stress and allow your product business to flourish at the same time, right? Win-win. So time to grow better and be the product boss you were meant to be. With Sales Hub, closing deals is no big deal. Try it for yourself at hubspot.com slash sales. Hey friends, and welcome back to another episode of The Product Boss. Jacqueline and Mina here. And today we're going to dive into a big question. I think that we get a lot in our community and a lot of people might be thinking this, and that might be why you're listening to this episode. But it's really the question of how do I market my business without Instagram? And I would take it like one step further and say, Do I even need Instagram to grow my business? Yeah. I mean, we grew our businesses without Instagram. We sure (laughs) did. And so I would say we get this question a lot. And I think that people feel like, I think it's a comparison thing in some ways because they see these businesses on Instagram and they're like, I want that too. Or they, you know, think that that's the way to grow a business because, that's where this idea of overnight success is even more so pushed is Instagram. Overnight success, perfect lives, um, highlight reels, you know. I think that's where the mindset starts going into can it even be done without Instagram? And that's self-doubt. Yeah. I think because what we believe, like you said, kind of like to be overnight su- success, or when we look at successful companies. We look at their followers and we think, wow, they've got a lot of followers. And to have a lot of followers means they they should be successful. And I think at some point, you know, especially I think last year, year or two, I, I don't know why Instagram has to make it so hard. Like Marky Mark Zuckerberg, as we like to call him, 
I don't understand why the algorithm has to be like the hardest game we've ever played. You know, like what's Even the point? if you pay for ads, that's yeah. the wild part is that why does it have to be so hard that you can't even pay to play? You know, yeah. like you can't it even It feels like grow. we're trying to figure out the stock market by ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't Which it though? Is very difficult. Well, like what else in this world has to be this? complicated where you feel like you're playing a game and you don't know why you're playing the game. Like if I post this amount of times, it's going to work. Or if I use this many hashtags or this caption or the kind of content, like I get that that's the idea of keeping people on the platform, but I just don't understand the game of it all. Me either. Like, I feel like it seems like wouldn't they want people to feel like we want to stay in the platform, right? Or like we're successful when we post. Yeah. And it's like, you we want to have like this good feeling about it and you would think that they're like oh let's you know but maybe that's what it is it's like that um what is that thing that like psychological warfare <laughs> yeah you know it's like yeah it's like you're going to do great on here and then you know you get onto instagram and then maybe like a few things few things hit and you're like oh gosh i figured it out now and then all of a sudden the rug gets pulled out from under you again and the algorithm changes. And it's like, not this again. It's like, you know, I don't know, like, um, it, it's like this blurry path that constantly gets blurry, you know? <laughs> it's like, yeah. So, so I, what we want to talk about this is that, and exactly what Mina said, like we both grew our businesses, um, our product-based businesses without social media. And we could go back to our back in our day, But still, though, you know, Mina has a really successful product-based business in in 2023, for example, and you have not touched your Instagram. I have not. In years? Years. Yeah. Um, I I still hope I can log in. That's how long it's been. Um, (laughs) And I will say that it's been up and down. Like, not Instagram. My business has been up and down in that. Remember, we ran out of uh, the adhesive because of supply chain and inventory and all these things, right? That happened with 2020, 2021. And I think that when people go into like a volatility in their business, they're like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to jump on Instagram. (laughs) Well, I've never done that and never have felt that way. And I've always grown my business without Instagram. And I think that it can be done because even if I think that, even if I think, oh, I'm going to do that and maybe, you know, Mark Zuckerberg's going to be in my favor this week, it doesn't mean that he's going to be in my favor next week. And that's Mm -hmm. the thing that bothers me about Instagram is it's so short lived and it's like gets people on the hook of it. And they're like, oh, this, this is so great. And then all of a sudden you're like, there's nothing that humbles you more than the freaking algorithm. You know, (laughs) you're like, this is the best reel I'm ever going to post. And there's like 47 people that have seen it. After like some super successful Instagram story that was like blew up or something. And you're like, oh, no, you know, hit hit them with something good, you know, to carry that momentum. And it just isn't true. And so it's. Short-lived. You and I grew significantly in 2020 when the the introduction of Reels. And when they had, um, what was it called? Featured? When Reels were featured. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So they would actually play it for everybody. And we had like 
15 million views at the time on one of our reels. And that really like that blew us up. Now, even though we blew up, it wasn't like the followers we got were product-based business owners. They were just people who thought this video was funny. So I also want you all to realize and think about when you are, and we're not saying don't use Instagram or TikTok or threads or whatever the next platform is, because there's there's this, this ability to have your brand discoverable in lots of places. But if you're going to do it, and even if you only have a thousand people following you, make that thousand people your ideal customer, right? Not full of your friends and random people. And you went viral because you did a pet video and like your dog was licking an apple, you know, like whatever it is, that's not the reason you want the followers. You want the followers to be potential customers. And that I think should be the intention always, whether you have a thousand followers or a hundred thousand followers or a million followers. Yeah, I agree. Let's get into some ideas of how they yeah. could market without Instagram, right? Yeah. Because, because it can be done. Absolutely. And we, we know that we know we've seen it time and time again. Just because you have a big following on Instagram doesn't mean that you have a profitable business. Doesn't mean that you have a big profitable business. You can have tons of followers and not have any money coming into your business, which is we unfortunate, share student, right? We share like student stories of Donna Bomb, right? She's a multi-stream machine student. She owns Static Block. She had uh, it's a product for keeping static off of your hair. So she created this spray. She went through one of our free challenges. She figured out her bestseller was this one product. She decided when she joined Multi-Stream Machine to jump into the Amazon module. She's like, you know what? I'm going to try and get this thing on Amazon. And I think in the first 30 days on Amazon, she became an Amazon um, bestseller, like where there's a little label next to it. I think she made about maybe like $7,000 or something in her first month off of one singular product on Amazon. What I do know is the 90 days of being on Amazon with one product, and now she has 22 followers, she made over $31,000. $31,000 with one product in 90 days on Amazon. I mean, without Instagram. That's why she only has four (laughs) posts. (laughs) And why she only has 22 followers. And I bet you anything maybe one of those 22 people have bought from her. Maybe. That's a, a real big stretch there, right? Yeah. But they're 31... probably just a couple friends. <laughs> yeah. Us. I mean, for real. Yeah. And us. Um, so $31,000. So as you can see, it does not mean like, th- which one would you rather have? Would you rather have 30,000 followers or $30,000 per 90 days? You know, $30,000 per 90 days. <laughs> Exactly. Then I wouldn't have to post on social. I'd get my life back. (laughs) Yes. And so I think that we get caught up in thinking that I need to have a big following before I can sell or before I can be profitable or before I can start to make really good amounts of money in my business. And um, that is just goes to show you that's simply not true. Yeah. And so Donna, thank you for letting us use you as an example. Um, But also... The idea here is I just wanted to kind of show you that proof. And also just her update is that she's left her full-time job. I think she was making a six-figure salary. And now she's replaced that with her business. Like one platform, one product, no social media using Amazon. And now Amazon's not the strategy, but I think Amazon is a strategy. So 
when we're, so when we're talking about how to grow your business without Instagram, or do you even need Instagram or really truthfully social, I think that you should have your name secured and you should have something there. So someone looks you up. So if you all go to static block and you look her up, you'll know instantly, oh, static block sells X. But that's all you need to know, right? It's just having a representation of yourself across platforms. What really needs to matter is where her customers are. So so the idea here is that Instagram is just a strategy or a it's really just a strategy within your marketing tool belt within within that. So I think the first thing to think about is where is your audience or your, your ideal customer spending time? Like where are they hanging out? One of the things that I think I fully believe in is if you have a website or you can even use a strategy for your Etsy store is thinking about SEO, which is search engine optimization. Because what that does is so many of us are like, if they build it, you know, if you build it, they will come. So like, we're like, I have an idea for a product. I'm going to create a website. And now that it's on the great wide web, this is, people are going to find me. Well, they have no idea how to find you because one, we may not even even known about static block being like a spray for your hair to prevent static. If you have a big problem with it, you might be looking it up. But now that you all know it exists, you're like, oh, like that's something I need. Yeah. I think she should crank up. uh, Like um, when you're thinking about even that product, right? You need to think about seasonality too. So like when you're doing SEO, for example, thinking about when are people searching for things that have to do with staticky hair, you know, and it's usually during the winter time. And you, I think that people, like if you work in a corporation, I remember I would always, when I was doing like agency work and I'd go into the agencies and stuff, I'd wear like sweaters or whatever, you know, it's the first time I had to like dress up and be part of corporate really. And it's like ad agency. So not really. And I would get shocked all the time. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, like, I think it's because of my hair or whatever, or my shoes, like it was a real problem. Like it actually hurt, you know? And so, um, thinking about that SEO and thinking about the timing that usually takes to get the SEO, um, up and running, which is usually about, you know, 30 to 90 days. Hey product boss. I'm just going to interrupt this show really quickly because it's podcast recommendation time. This month, I am all about inclusion and marketing podcasts. Now, this is hosted by the incredible Sonia Thompson and brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. On her inclusion and marketing podcast, Sonia does an amazing job of diving into important topics like belonging, customer experience, and diversity. She also will give you practical tips and advice on how you can authentically practice inclusive marketing within your own business. Now, one of my favorite most recent episodes includes Sonia and three other inclusive marketers who dive into recent big brand marketing campaigns such as the AI generation of Barbie from around the world and the Barbieheimer controversy, right? Where they share their reactions and discuss their perspectives on these campaigns and the importance of incorporating inclusivity and culture intelligence into marketing. This episode was so insightful and had so many amazing takeaways to consider as a business owner, especially when it comes to authentically portraying inclusivity when marketing your brand and products to your customers. Listen to inclusion and marketing wherever you get your podcasts. Now back to the show. Hey, hey, product boss. Okay, it's your product biz coach here, Jacqueline, and I have a treat for you. 
So the other day we got a message on Instagram from our friend Lolly. Now she's a product boss and she was on the hunt for an easy to use inventory management software to keep track of her raw goods and what she had ready to sell. And guess what? We had an answer for her. Not only did we have a fantastic inventory management software to refer her to, but we also had a whole treasure chest of 308 other business tools and resources to make her product-based business easier to manage and, and more efficient to grow. And we have it for you as well. Now picture this packaging and printing supplies, affiliate management, website and email software, legal resources, video and photo tools. Oh my, you name it. We've got it. And here's the cherry on top. It is totally free, right? It's not going to cost you a single penny. That's right, because you can get your hands on the Product Boss's Ultimate Resource Guide absolutely free. We are on a mission to change small businesses' lives and, and their ability to grow around the world. And whatever we can do to help you do that, we are here for it. And so we're hoping that this resource guide is one step closer to reaching your dreams. So all you need to do is slide into our DMS on Instagram with the word guide and just send us that message and we will send you a link to download it right away. Or you can head straight to theproductboss.com slash resource guide. Easy peasy. Oh, and did I mention you can also DM us guide on Instagram and voila, we'll shoot you that link right away. So my friend, don't wait another second. You can get your hands on the ultimate resource guide for product bosses right now. Now let's jump back into the show. Yeah. And so what SEO does and how we teach it in our program, but, but just for all of you to realize is it's like, it's a back, a backwards way. The way we teach it is a backwards way of people finding you. Backdoor. 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 Yeah. Mm -hmm. Backwards, backdoor. So <laughs> maybe not backwards. <laughs> somewhere back. <laughs> the idea here though, is that, um, either they need to know to search for it, right? They need to know that there's a search for it. They're looking up your specific product. Most people won't know about your product, the name of your product, right? But you know what someone might write in how to prevent like, um, help. Why is my hair so static in the fall? Right. Or they might, they might type in something that has, is relevant to the problem that you can solve with your product. And so when you are able to think about SEO and you're using the right keywords and all of our Etsy sellers, you know, this too, for your keywords, when you use the right keywords, it's going to help people find you. So Rachel Dunn Jewelry is another example who she's in multi-stream machine. We don't teach Etsy, but she, she told us that she used what we taught about SEO in her Etsy store. Because one of the things is, is she sells, do you remember how she used to describe her jewelry line? Do you remember at all? I just remember that she was didn't it like actually. like gemstone jewelry? It might have been like silver gemstone jewelry, something like that. Mm -hmm. And that's great. But if you type in silver gemstone jewelry, everybody, that's a descriptor, right? Everyone's like writing that in as a description. But as soon as she kind of figured out that people were looking up like, the word, you know, a gemstone for stress or anxiety or healing, like the certain stones that she used and she connected the right words with it, that actually brought her to the top of people looking for a necklace that could help them with anxiety. And so I don't know her specific keywords, but she kind of used this idea of SEO to also use that on Etsy. So why we're telling you this without Instagram is the idea that you can still get more eyeballs on your business in certain places. So right now we're talking about SEO into your website or where you're selling using keywords that your ideal customers will type into a search engine and that's right. organic. So 
Another way that you can market your business without Instagram could be email marketing. Right. Tried and true. You know how they always say, is email dead or is blogging dead? Is uh, Instagram dead? Well, email will never be dead. Instagram will be dead before email will be, you know? And so I think when all of you are thinking about as a business owner, what does email marketing look like? You need to have email marketing as one of your strategies because it is a direct way to communicate with your customer on what you're selling them and for you to solve their problems. It's a way for you to like, you know how when you're thinking about your product, how you can be of service, right? People want and need my products. And why do they need it? It's because you're solving their problems or a need, want, or desire. And the way that you're able to communicate that best is via email. And so that is a really great way of, again, you start with one. It's not as sexy as Instagram because remember at one point we all wanted to have 10,000 followers so we could have a swipe up or something, you know, but with email, you also start with one, um, maybe 22, like Donna did, you know, (laughs) you start where you start and then you just keep, keep building on that. And that is a way for you to continually market to your customers when they're ready to buy from you. Yeah. Because if you go back to Instagram and, and the algorithm, I don't even know what the number is now, but I remember at some point it was like only 4% of your followers. It's one to four now or something crazy like that. One to four. Yeah. So if you have 22 followers, two people might see it, right? Two people would be 10%. Oh, (laughs) 0.2 people? 0.2 people, right. They're going to show it to one person. They'll at least give you that, (laughs) don't you think? Yeah, right. As we we'll round up for you. Point two is we're gonna really be generous in that rounding up. Um that so, you might get one person that sees it. So when you're thinking about all this work you're putting into social media, and I want to just say this, some of you social media works. If you're already on there and it's working or you're seeing conversion, keep doing it. But what we want to do here is release the thought that you do need it if you think about other strategies, right? So So when you're doing something on social media, we're reliant on an algorithm that chooses who and when it shows it to. Email marketing is different. You get an email address and you email it and it should end up in their inbox, right? Maybe even, you know, maybe it's in spam or promotions, but it's still in their inbox. It ends up in there. So, and I'm going to add email marketing that also like text message is very mm-hmm. similar to email marketing. It's directly going to their phone or their computer computer the same way that we would mail something to a mailbox. Right. Like a literal mail in a mailbox. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> back in my day, I used to get mail. Um, so I think that that's another strategy. And so whenever any of you are thinking, I'll tell you the biggest thing that I see. I have traveled the world in the last several months. I've gone to Europe twice now, which is bonkers. And I've been to Nashville. I've been to a bunch of places. And whenever I travel, I I like to go to like in-person markets. Like I like to go see what the people of the area are selling. And and so I was in, I was in um, Lisbon, Portugal, and I was at an in-person market. I was in St. Ives in Cornwall in the UK. Okay. I've been in random places. Not one person was collecting email addresses 
at their booths. So this is a global problem. That <laughs> a pandemic, if you will. <laughs> a pandemic of lack of email address collection for those of you out there, because I'm just like, these people are walking by your booth. They're engaging with you for a moment in time, and then you let them walk away. And, and this is such a prime time that every time you do an in-person market, you could get 20, 25 email addresses Mm-hmm. Every single time of actual customers, um, actual real humans that you've connected with in real life, which actually makes the connection even deeper than just opt-in for my opt-in, right? So I if I think, Mina, you were starting with this when we went into it. This should be a top priority, email marketing. It's, it is yours. You own it. It is a business asset. And it has a direct line to your customers and it will yield like a really high return. This is like the closest way you can get to them other than putting them in a room with you and you being right in front of them. Yeah. And also it allows you to reach out to them in the future. So like Mm -hmm. when you're perusing those markets, sometimes I am not in the mood to buy something right then and there. I don't want to carry it around. I don't have um, cash on me, whatever it is there's some perhaps some friction. But if I'm on somebody's email list, then they're able to reach out to me that when I'm when the time is right, I might be ready to buy from them then, right? That connection is still long-term versus fleeting in the moment. Mm-hmm. A third one I think would be um, partnering up with other people. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, partnerships, affiliates, co- collaborations. We teach mm-hmm. this to our multi-stream machine students. And I think it's really important for this day and age, you know, back in my day, you know, (laughs) maybe not so much, but this day and age. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. I think people um, that can band together, like lock arms, have a way better chance of um, growing, helping each other grow their businesses and also serve their customers in a better way. And so I think that that is one of the ways, you know, of not depending on Instagram, that you can go a different route on it and um, think about how can I do perhaps um, affiliates where people are helping to sell my product. Um, You know, maybe it is your raving fans or maybe it's other people that are, you know, adjacent categories from what you sell um, or within the industry, you know. Um, or it could be collaborations with fellow vendors, you know, um, any number of things to do like a pop-up this holiday season. It could be so many different ways that you could partner up. And I think that that is where your creativity could come in, where as a business owner, you start to get all these exciting ideas. Well, this is where the excitement comes. When you're thinking about cool partnerships, I mean, this is where you can spend your time instead of thinking about, I'm going to come up with my 85th product, you know, this holiday season, it might be that you decide who, who would be my ideal partnerships and how can I get in their ecosystem? I, I a hundred percent completely agree with you. I think, I think the idea, and, and it's across the board of what you're saying here, there's, there's obviously influencers or collaborations with creators, right? Which I think sometimes feels overwhelming to some people in the way of like, how do I get them to do it? Well, you just ask, right? Like you just ask a bunch of people and I know we teach this in our program, but I'm just letting you all know, like you don't have to make it so difficult. And then there's the idea of affiliates, um, having people sell your stuff for you or like word of mouth. Um, 
And then the collaborations or partnerships can be as simple as I was coaching someone this morning in our, um, in our mastermind and they were talking about, well, how, you know, how do I do this? And I was like, well, first, the easiest way to create like a collaboration or partnership is within our community, right? We have our mastermind group, we have our multi-stream machine community. So for them specifically, they have a group of people that are aligned. I was like, if you sell a kid's product, then your parents or your moms or parents are the decision makers. So can you collaborate with each other to get in front of each other's audiences? Um, there was a point where some of our students during 2020 were all food companies. They did something with food, like they sold a hot sauce or a jam or a cookie or whatever it was. And they actually did a collaboration of a reel together. It was so cute. They like passed the spoon from screen to screen and they got that in front of their audiences, all of their audiences. They tagged each other. They did a giveaway because they had a very similar, they knew who their customer was, their end customer, and they all had products to sell to them. So when you're thinking about, I think when we think about Instagram or social media in general, the beautiful thing about it that you and I didn't have when we started our companies was instant access to people worldwide, Mm -hmm. right? You could just show up somewhere and whoever was watching could see you, or you could post something up really simply and it was worldwide versus us having to buy a billboard in Tokyo, right? Or having some sort of mailing list or having to travel to a market or like getting in front of people. It was really cool because we were instantly in front of a new audience. I think what I want you all to take away from this, this episode today is because social media, especially right now, we're talking about Instagram is not really built to help us anymore. The way that it did when it was organic, that we could just reach people easily then your job as the business owner, as the boss of your business is to then think, all right, what is my goal here? I need to get in front of more eyes. I need to get in front of more of my ideal customer, my audience. So if I'm going to do that, then how do I want to do it? Right? Do I want to do it where I meet them where they are when they're searching something on the internet, which is SEO? Do I want to do it where I'm interacting with them on some in some other way and I get their email address and I send them a direct message, like direct line to them? Or do I want to do this because I want access in front of other people's audiences and therefore I'll be more collaborative and think about like partnerships and affiliates and um, working with influencers because I can get in front of their eyes. Truthfully, I think it's a holistic approach in all different ways, but And then I think the last thing is, this is like what we teach, the core of our program is um, getting on more sales channels or more platforms that have their own audience built in. Like we started with Donna on Amazon because Amazon has the people and the people are there to shop for something and they're looking for a solution to their problem. And so by being on Amazon, she didn't have to go out and get the eyes. She doesn't have to do any technical marketing and she's, she's there solving a problem and they're ready to buy. So I think holistically looking at this, but relieving the pressure of you feeling like Instagram is the only way to grow your business. Yeah. Permission granted that you don't have to have Instagram. Definitely get your username, put a link in there and claim it as your own. But if you're looking for permission to take that off your plate, I would say yes, absolutely but only if you have alternate strategies. Yes. So um, don't just take it off and then do nothing else. 
take action somewhere else in the ways that we mentioned. 100% agree. All right, great episode. See you all in the next one. Thank you for being here and listening all the way through the Product Boss Podcast. If you love our show and it has helped you in any way in your business, would you mind doing two things for us? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Reviews help other product entrepreneurs know that this is the place to be to grow their businesses and realize that they're not alone. And we know that you all know that a five-star and honest review helps you sell more products to more people. So you know that your reviews help us reach more listeners around the world. Remember, what we give is what we receive, and we are all about helping each other in the Product Boss community. We are all in this together. We would be so appreciative of you if you could take the time right now to subscribe, leave a review, and even share this episode on social or someone you know so we can impact more lives. And remember, subscribing means that you will get notified each time we release a new episode so you never miss a thing. You have helped us grow and climb into the top 10 of all marketing podcasts, and together we can keep climbing. Thank you, friends. And remember, there is room at the top for all of us.